Our dynasty on the morning bliss. We are joined by a traditional health practitioner uh, who is acclaimed and well-known throughout uh, the African continent, and that is Professor Lati. We are going to be discussing uh, the things that we need to teach the youth regarding our culture and traditions. It is still Youth Month. We wrap it up. However, we are going to make sure that we impart as much knowledge as possible. Professor Lati, Togoza, Togoza Ndawe, thank you very much for joining us. Togoza, Togoza Ndawe, 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 Patricia, and all your listeners. Professor, young people are so important to any um, any society, and the way they are shaped and raised then tells us what our future is going to look like. Have we as Africans been doing justice to our young people, especially South Africans? Uh, thank you so much for giving this opportunity, Patricia, and good morning to, 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 to the youth, good morning to young people, good morning to elder people as well. Uh, well, it's, it's, it depends on how, um, which way a person looks to this question. Um, because it depends on how the young people or the young person has been raised, like a different uh, family, you know, because some, some of us, as parents, we happen to say, okay, these these young people they are independent. They have their freedom. They have their the the way how they can handle themselves. They have all the right to to live and study and do everything. And then we say, okay, the government will take care of them. That's where the mistake starts. But um, some of the some of the relatives, some of the parents, they make sure that. Uh, no matter what, you know, my child is my child. No matter if there's a, a right, independence, and freedom, etc., etc. But as a father, as a mother, I have to um, uh, grow my, ch- my child properly according to how I want my child to to, to grow. Uh, like you know, like um, teaching my child how to respect elder people, how to respect young people how to also talk to everybody, how to, in fact, dress, how, in fact, she or he must look like this young person. So you can see when you meet these young people on the street or wherever you meet them, you will see uh, how this person has been uh, grown up from, from the parents. And unfortunately, some of the young people now happen to stay alone in their home because the parents are no more or the parents are they are still alive but they are separated, divorced by different reasons or some way or, or some of them they are not divorced, they are still together, but they're far from where they're supposed to be because of uh, uh, work related issues. Some they are in Europe, some in Johannesburg, the kids are in Kezaten, the kids are in Lipompo, the kids are in Pumalanga. So they just grow up by themselves. That's where the problem starts because once the, the children does not have a person to guide them how to grow, you know, they will just you, you see the other children, how they are doing, they, how they behave, and then they take from there. And some, 
some of us as, as parents, we lost that um, moral to say, your child is my child. Even if, he, if the parents are not there yet, but I cannot let those child, children grow, uh, do the wrong things because the child, the, the parents are not around. If I'm, I'm around, I might as well have a chance or have a right to tell them, you, you young people, what you are doing is wrong. But unfortunately, now, a lot of people, a lot of parents, they just fold their hands and say, okay, these are not my children. They have their own right. Let them do whatever they are doing. That's why some of the children, they, they, they raise uh, themselves in the wrong way. See, some of them, they end up doing wrong things, uh, unfortunately, but, but not knowing exactly what they are doing is wrong or what they are doing is right. And some of them, they still want to be guided, and some of them, they don't care about what whoever you want to say because you're you are not their the father, you're not their mother. They know my mother or my father is, is in KZN, a study at university or wherever. Hey, who are you to tell me how to behave, how to how to look like, or how to talk to people? So those are the kind of things that we're having since people, uh, since all of us, we've got the right things, all of us, we have independence since, since all of us, we have the right to, to to live the way we want. That's why we see our our young people now. Some of them really losing the track. Some of them growing up at the wrong side of of the law. Some of them behaving wrongfully, and uh, you know people just watching them to say, okay, these are not my children. Well, wherever the parents are. It's not my problem. That's it. that's where the problem is, Patricia and Elisa. It depends on how the child has been grown up by the parents or the guidance or guardian or, or whoever stayed with the children up until they become become teenagers, etc. So I thought, as Africans, we have a saying uh, that goes, "It takes a village to raise a child." That clearly is no longer applying in modern Africa, from what you have described. What has made us deviate from that? Well, uh, really, you you said it right, Patricia, to say take a village to raise a child. Of course, we as Africans, we used to to live like that. When we stay in the villages, when we stay in rural areas, um, I I could descend by any, any father or any elder person to go to the shop to do whatever do. And when I come back, I did not demand any payment because I went to buy something or I went to pay firewood or something. But in our days now, because I think it's because we we live in a modern, modern life, modern uh, environment that uh, everyone depends by themselves, you know, and that's why uh, I used to say um, we lost the track once we become independent, once we have a freedom, once once we stayed started to live in town, see, we started to live in luxury houses, we started to have uh, these big um, uh, walls, electric fence. You don't greet your neighbor. You don't even know the name of your neighbor. You don't even know who's next to you, who stays in, 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 in you know, in just your next side of, of, of your yard. You don't know because you have a big wall and you don't care about anybody. You care about yourself. You care about your, your, your yourself. Sometimes you don't even care about your children. Sometimes you don't even 
care about your your your, your wife or your or your husband. That's the problem. Because you say now, well, I'm well educated, I have I'm wealthy, I have enough money, I have everything. So why should I worry about the next person? Um, and and that's where we are losing our African Af- African uh, culture and African tradition of uh, respecting one another. And, and if I'm hungry, I can go next door and ask for bread. But you cannot go in our days now to go and ask for bread. You know, I used to say uh, when I grew up, you know, when you don't have salt in, in my in in, in our, our home state, um, our parents they used to ask us to run quickly. To the maybe 500 meters or one kilometer, depend, and go and ask salt to our neighbor. Those are the neighbors that they were far, a little bit far away. But now, in in our in our in, in our lifetime now, we live together in one village or in one town or in one uh, suburb. Uh, but you cannot go next door and ask for something. You don't even know who stay in in in, 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 in your left or right hand side. You just stay in the middle. That's why even the crime. When the police come uh, to, to 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 arrest somebody or not to arrest somebody, they just come there to see that somebody has died. Somebody has died. The body, you know, has been there for for one month or two months. You don't know, but it's your neighbor. You don't even know what's your name, what's the name of your neighbor. You will be surprised to say, no, I'm staying here. I used to see cars driving out, but I don't. But know we are not even here. aware what's happening in our We're own communities. Yes. Sure, so Prof. Let's, uh, Professor Shati, let's take a quick break. We are going to be back and uh, speaking about the things we should be teaching our young people. Say, Africa must wake up, the sleeping sons of Jacob, for what tomorrow may bring. May Our dynasty on the morning bliss. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? We continue with our conversation as we wrap up Youth Month with uh, Professor Flati, who's a traditional health practitioner. And uh, we are talking about the things that we need to teach our young people regarding our culture and traditions. I'm going to start here, Professor Slati, initiation. Um, you know, the rites of passage for the various African, um, you know, nations. How do we start teaching our children? Because some have said, we're too modern. I don't see myself um, going through um, a, a rite of passage of any sort, whether it is um, one that says I must go do a reed dance or I must go go tabbing on the mountain. Uh, they just don't want to do any of our rites of passages. So how do we start teaching them? Uh, <clears throat> thank you so much, Patricia. It, it, it is a tough one. It is a real tough one because, um, you know, we African people, we... We just decided to, 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 to move from what we're supposed to be doing and we're supposed to, to live luck. And we have happy to ignore, even to say, this is demonic thing that uh, my child must go for initiation. It can be a girl or a boy. Uh, we, we, we criticize all those things. But, you know, to my surprise, we're criticizing those things. But when we were young children, our parents, they took us to those initiations. And we successfully, we are strong, we, we are healthy, and we are powerful, and we, we, 
we stand for whatever it comes to, to, to us because we, we have learned how to live like. We have learned how to move from this stage to another stage. But unfortunately, you, we, we don't know, I want our children to, to go there because we are too modern, because we have money. We cannot let our children to go to, 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 to the mountain. Uh, like, like now, this is a season of initiation. Now the boys and girls, they, went, they, they, they are up there just for the sake of them to study and learn how to move from this stage to another stage. There's nothing wrong with that. But anyway, because of the modern life, because of um, civilization, uh, because of the beliefs, because of Christianity, because of uh, um, beliefs that the people happen to have, anyone can say, no, I cannot do this because what, 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 what is the benefit of this? There's no benefit on that. But ask yourself, what have you benefited when you go for initiation? Then you will know that my children, when go through this, it will or she will also benefit from that. I'm not saying that the people who went for initiation, um, all of them, they are doing good things. All of them, they've learned about to to respect, how to to to, to handle themselves, how to stand for for tough times, etc. Um, but what I'm saying is that it was a good thing because. Initiation, it was, it's, not, it's not something that happened now. It's something that happened centuries ago, that people must move from this stage to another stage. It can be a girl, it can be a boy. Unfortunately, because of the modern time, because of the beliefs, because of um, uh, the way people uh, think they, if, if my child goes for initiation, how my, my, my friend, how my cousins, how my other colleagues will look to me like. They will say, why I'm doing this? Why I'm taking my child to this? There are some churches, I was listening to one of the radio stations one day, that um, if you take your child to a traditional initiation, go to a mountain or is a girl, she go to to go that process of, uh, of, of moving from this stage to another stage, they suspend you from the church. You know, you can pay the fees for three years, three years, but if the child, she or he desires to, 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 to just run away from home and then go and join those, those ones that they died in, in initiation, and then the church will definitely not suspend you, but they will dismiss you from the church. They will dismiss you from the church because your child went for initiation. But I can, I can ask myself, the leaders of those churches, themselves they went through those initiations but once they became uh, leaders of the churches they came with the rules to say no you cannot do this well it's not myself i took my child there my child she or he just decided to to to, to join those those friends and etc and you suspended the family you suspended everybody be from the church you suspend even if they are paying uh, federal policies for 10 years 15 years you cancel everything. They lose everything because their child decided to go and join um, the colleagues on the initiation, which which is African way. But it is uh, real unfortunate. But we have to sit down with our children, teach our children why we have to take them to initiation. It's fine. You cannot force anybody, and we cannot even force the parents. If they decide not to do this, it's fine. But now, if you can remember now about the diseases that we are having in, 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 in the world now, like HIV and AIDS and some other uh, hygienic problems that is it, happening around us, you know, 
um, it, 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 it's understandable that people say, I cannot take my child to the mountain because I don't trust what is going to happen there. But the government, Department of Health, has come in as well to say, we will send our doctors, we will send our nurses so that they make sure that the children are safe, they are in the health environment up there, hygienic-wise, etc. Uh, but but now, um, if if it's because of money, that's the other problem that is happening. Some people they decide to just open some initiation schools unlawfully. They don't even know how to do it. They don't even have a, 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 a background of doing it. That's why children are dying at the initiation schools. So. This is the problem. So that's why the parents now are scared to say, oh, I'm going to take my child there or what. Then they decide, okay, let me take my child to the doctor, the private uh, uh, professional, professional uh, practitioner or to hospital to, to, to go through that process. But uh, anyway, it's, it's up to us. But to say, even if you go to the mountain or you go to the hospital or to go to a private doctor, after that, then sit down with your child, teach your child what is the meaning of that. Why did the child have to go to, to, to a doctor or to a mountain or to a clinic? What was the meaning for that? Don't just uh, take your child there and then when the child comes back from a doctor, from clinic, and then it's end of story, you know. The child will grow up not understanding exactly why did I go there, why they did this circumstances, what is, what is all about. The girl, she will not even understand, especially the girls, they won't even go to clinic or wherever to, to, to pass through that, except to go to the traditional way. Um, in most cases, um, it, it, it was a good thing. It's still a good thing, you know, um, because uh, the, the, the girls also, they are proud by themselves. Once they go through that and then they come back, they celebrate it, and they know that I'm, has moved from this stage to another stage, and then I, I was taught how to handle myself. I was taught how to how to behave myself. I was taught if once one good day I got married, how to handle my family, how to handle my husband, how to handle my my, my everybody around around the, the place where I'll be married to. So we need to as parents, we need to make sure that we choose the right, we make the right decision for our children, so that our children. Grow up, we have a, a, a healthy youth, we have intelligent youth, we have a youth that understands. They are moving from this stage to another stage. What is the reason and what is the purpose for, for them to go through that initiation, Patricia or listeners? Oh, I've got a message here from Nkabi Musase, who's in the Sutu. Nkabi says, Uprising, Pat, our Ubuntu is dead. It's high time we must start practicing it bit by bit. This modern life is not helpful to our culture. Thank you, Prof. Another message is coming in here um, saying, Good morning, SFM. I'm Viz from Durban, and I'm traveling to Joburg with my assistant. He says the main reason for his broken family is the Lobola system. He couldn't marry his first lover, although he had a child, because he couldn't afford Lobola. Then he met another woman, and had another child, and separated from for the same story, Lobola system. So mm. let's uh, let's uh, perhaps go into how do we teach our children, Prof, about Lobola and the correct practices of Lobola. Because here, this uh, colleague um, or assistant has a broken family, children with different women, because he couldn't afford a Lobola. 
Yo, that, that's, that's a bad one because uh, you can imagine, Patricia, it means now two, two children without father. Uh, that one, the father left because he could not afford Lovola, the other one as well, and maybe it's not only two children, it's many of them. But uh, I, I, I don't think Lovola can make people to be separated. Um, it, it can be Lovola and something else because Lovola is about what the parents say but the parent cannot tell you that you must not uh, stay together because you did not play Lovola. Because Lovola is not about love. It's not about the bond that you and, and your, 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 your girlfriend or your, your partner want to do. Because once you enter into a relationship, you have, you have something in common that you say, okay, we are together here, we want to get married, we want to pay Lovola, but I'm not working. And your girl or your, your your girlfriend, she cannot say, okay, because you not pay Lovola or you cannot bury me, then we rather separate. And then what will happen to the next relationship? It will be the same thing. So what will happen if maybe you unfortunately you have a bad luck to, to have five or seven men that they are not working, they cannot pay Lovola. It means you will have seven uh, different children from different same names. That's how it will be very difficult for you to raise those children, you not know who are their father, or maybe they know their father. But when you tell them that I was separated because your father could not pay me Lovola, that's unfortunately part of it. Because we as parents, we must understand, when our children get involved in relationship, we cannot go into the bank, or we cannot even go into, into the account number of the boyfriend of my daughter to say, does he have money? Does, did he go to school? How, what is his qualification? Does he have a business? No, we cannot do that. And even the girl also, we must teach our girls that when you enter into relationship, don't enter into relationship looking for luxury, looking for, for, for luxury car, looking for luxury house. Just love a person because you love a person. But be careful. Don't fall in love with the criminals. Because those those people that they have luxury cars, luxury life, luxury house, you don't even know where do they get the money. Somebody can be rich, etc., and then can pay Lovola how many, how much money your parent will ask. But you don't know the background of that particular person. You don't know where the, that money that he is bringing to pay Lovola that money where it comes from. Maybe it's mm. blood money. You don't know. So. Let's not um, put ourselves or put our children on top of to say, okay, if your boyfriend cannot marry you, he cannot tell Lovola, leave this one. Or you say by yourself as a girl to say, my boyfriend does, is not working or is working, but he cannot tell Lovola. He cannot tell Lovola for different reasons. Maybe it's because of uh, of not happy about the relationship, or maybe you must have enough time so that we know each other, or maybe it's because of a parental problem. You never know, because in our in olden days, people before they get married, they're supposed to know each other. Even before you pay Lovola, you're supposed to know, where do I pay Lovola to? Who are these people? How, how they were raised? How they, my, my girlfriend was raised? You don't just fall in love and then all of a sudden you pay Lovola, it, it, you can do that, but within three, four, six months, you're separate. And then what happened? You go and get another one, you pay Lovola, four, five months, you get separated. So Lovola is something that people happen to just make business. 
people happen to just make money out of mm-hmm. it. And we as parents also, we are making a mistake to say, if I've got a daughter, if I've got three or four daughters, it means I have seven million in, 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 in me. You can't do that. Yeah. You don't sell your kids. You don't force anybody to pay low wallet to your kids, your Patricia or listeners. Yeah, people will budget using their daughters huh? and say, well, <laughs> this one is my millions. It's not a good thing yeah, to do. Yeah, uh, Professor, thank you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Professor, I need to thank you for joining us this morning. It's always such a great pleasure. How do thank we get you. in touch with you? Thank you so much, Patricia. Anyone who wants to take this further, you can WhatsApp me on 82 you can call my toll-free number 0800-014-351 or you can go to www.profstarty.co.ca. Thank you so much, Patricia. Keep well and keep well to all your listeners. Thank you so much.